This is the Mosaic Church Podcast. Mosaic Church is committed to making disciples that discover Christ, connect in Christian community, and serve others and the world. Bryce and I never, we don't really coordinate song selection with sermon, but it seems like every week everything just just flows perfectly. So at the end, uh, the band's going to come up and we're going to sing that last song. It is interesting that uh, I just read in my devotional time that when sometimes when we talk about, you know, Egypt and going through the Red Sea, we forget that this is a real story, a real story of people who were enslaved. They were enslaved and they were set free. Sometimes we think maybe just figuratively, but these people were captive for a long time and uh, being set free. And so last week it kind of brought to my, you know, to my mind is that, you know, what were we set free from, you know? Uh, and so that's a challenge that we have to at least start thinking, Lord, what did you set us free from? And, and remember what, what the Lord has done for us. Uh, this morning, I want to talk about um, switching. I'm not going to be talking about Daniel. Uh, we are in chapter five, which is a powerful chapter. I'd encourage you to read it this, uh, this week. Um, and we'll get back to Daniel uh, next week. But, uh, so today I want to talk about uh, kind of Thanksgiving, uh, kind of spurred me to think about this and being grateful. I have one slide, and we'll just put it up there, on grateful. Why should Christians be grateful? Why should you be grateful? Why should I be grateful? Why should we give thanks? Uh, One thing is that what Jesus, we just sang about it, what Jesus has done for us. You know, um, I could spend the rest of the day telling you all the things he has saved me from. Last week, I gave you a glimpse of what he has saved me from. I, get, you know, I wanted to be humble. I wanted to confess you know, the things. If, if God had not intervened in my life, I know where I would be. I don't have to imagine it. I, I, could, I could see it. Uh, last week, we talked about if you can dream it, you can achieve it. And those are good dreams and bad dreams, right? Um, you know, sometimes... Uh, especially when we're dealing with young people and, and college students, uh, one of the big challenges that we have is the battle of the mind. You know, young people uh, struggling, especially young men, struggling with uh, keeping every thought captive. And then, you know, especially in light of the new technology, how easy it is to, to wander off. And, and, and I challenged them back then, and I challenge us, is that if we can think it, if a man has in his heart lust, then he's capable of walking that out. So if we can think about it, then we are capable, and that's why we need to be humble and ask the Lord for his grace and mercy every single day. Lord, I, I, I just pray this morning, every day, even on Sunday mornings, Lord, Lord, I wanna walk in your grace and in your power, not in my own abilities. I already know what my propensities are, so I, I wanna be a, a, a man who thanks the Lord and lives by faith and not by sight, and not in the flesh, for sure. So Jesus, we have a lot to be grateful for because he intervenes in our life when we are in the greatest need. And I think of as I'm looking across the audience, I could see all of you have that same story, that Jesus came into your life when you had the greatest need. And for that, we need to be grateful. Can you imagine you're just stuck out in the desert? You, you have no car, no anything, and you're going to die, and all of a sudden someone shows up with water and transportation, 
and you were at your, your lowest point, you were at your deepest need, and Jesus intervenes. Let me tell you something, if you're out in the desert and you're stuck like that, and someone comes and rescues you, you will never forget them. And you will never stop saying thank you, because you knew what your situation was. And so, who should be grateful, who should be thankful for people who have been met with salvation in the greatest time of need? I know I have. Now, one of the interesting stories, if you have your Bibles, Luke chapter 17, you turn with me. You guys know the story, but I'm gonna reread it, and I'm gonna read this one out of the, uh, I think it's the uh, ESV. Uh, chapter 17 of Luke, on the way to Jerusalem, it starts off in verse, I believe, 11. On the way to Jerusalem, he was passing along between Samaria and Galilee, that's Jesus. And as he entered the village, he was met by 10 lepers who stood at distance and lifted up their voice, saying, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he said to them, go and show yourselves to the priest. And as they went, they were cleansed. Let me repeat that. Go and show yourselves to the priest. And as they went, as they went, they were healed. And as they went, they were cleansed. And then one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back, praising God with a loud voice, and he fell on his face at Jesus' feet, giving him thanks. Now he was a Samaritan, verse 17. Then Jesus answered, were not 10 cleansed? Where are the nine? Where are the nine? Was no one found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? And he said to him, rise up, Go your way, your faith has made you well. Now, many of you probably already know much about leprosy, but if you don't, let me just repeat myself. It's one of the oldest recorded diseases in mankind throughout history. Uh, it's one of the oldest uh, diseases, leprosy. It is contagious, and uh, the, the results are pretty nightmarish. You, you do not want to get leprosy. If you've ever seen it, I don't plan to show a picture of anything. <laughs> one year I did show pictures. I won't do that again. I mean, people lose fingers, uh, uh, lose hands, uh, lose noses. Um, they can lose their eye and become blind. And uh, for a long time, for centuries, people thought it was some sort of flesh-eating disease. You know, I used to think that myself until I looked into it. But it's not a flesh-eating disease. In a sense, what happens to your body, it begins to lose the ability to feel pain and to have feelings. And so uh, you could have someone who's walking along, twist their ankle and not know it, and begin to continue to walk on that bone and the, those ligaments, and it gets worse. It gets worse where blood flow stops flowing, and then you can lose a foot. Uh, someone maybe hammers uh, and hits their finger, and they don't know it, that they've broken it, and, or they cut it. They don't know it. They don't feel anything. And so now that's where the disease begins to enter. Uh, I read a report where someone was scratching their nose. They thought it was like, you know, just a little, you know, a little pimple or something, and it began to, like, literally claw at the flesh without knowing it. No sense of feeling. They can't feel pain. They can't feel anything. And then all of a sudden, you know, the, the, you know, the injuries become worse, and, and then the body begins to attack, and it just, it's just a horrible thing to go through. So we lose your sense of pain. You begin to misuse your body. I thought, man, that was pretty powerful. You know, so many times, uh, maybe we get callous. You know, maybe what we do is we shut off 
uh, any feelings that we might have, whether it's good feelings or even bad feelings. One of the toughest, my, my sister's here, my sister-in-law, uh, she's a teacher, but I imagine Patty and the rest of you teachers that are here, one of the toughest person kid to work with is someone who doesn't care. You know, I don't care. Well, I'm gonna send you to the, uh, to the principals. I don't care. Or, uh, you know, if you do this, you'll get this reward. I don't care. And, and it's gotta be a tough, that's a tough person to deal with. So many times, sometimes, we can get, slide into that situation with our life in Christ that we begin to get numb and we don't care. We don't feel anything. Maybe, maybe something has happened and we lost a sense of feeling. So uh, getting, getting um, leprosy is not a good thing. And Jesus talks about these 10 lepers. And it's interesting. You know, the, when you have leprosy, you're supposed to isolate yourself. You're not supposed to interact with anyone uh, except for other lepers, and that's why there's colony, uh, leper colonies. Uh, and there's still some today across the globe. But you notice that the lepers did not ask for healing. They asked for mercy, which I find interesting. And I won't go into it too much, but I find interesting that maybe uh, they knew what they really need, in the sense, was hope and mercy more than just healing. But they asked for mercy, and, but Jesus chooses to heal them anyway. What happens? The 10 were given instructions and they were completely healed from this, their disease. And only one comes back and, and, and thinks about saying thank you to Jesus. And this is the point I wanna make as we uh, are sliding into Thanksgiving. Gratitude really is a choice. Let me say that again, gratitude is a choice. It's a choice that you and I get to make every day. Will we be grateful? I hope that we never forget this story because nine out of the 10 didn't go back to give thanks, to show gratefulness. One of the toughest things maybe uh, is to show gratefulness. I, I, um, as you know, we've talked about Daniel and one of the things that we talked about is uh, giving thanks. One of the ways that Daniel uh, did not forget the God whom served, because they were trying to, they were trying to assimilate him to their, the, the culture there, is to give thanks, to remember as they were doing the Daniel fast, they were eating the grains, to give thanks. One of the best things you can always do, and it's not just something we do out of habit, but say give thanks for every meal. When you wake up in the morning, give thanks. At lunchtime, if you have food, give thanks. At night, give thanks. Um, the Mortons are at home, the family that are home, and uh, but one of the things I love about their kids, when they would pray, they would, they would recite a, a quick uh, prayer. And it sounded so like ritual, and, and they were just reciting something. But let me just tell you, we have to remind ourselves for every, every mealtime, everything that's good, to say thank you to God. So gratitude is a choice. It's not something automatically that happens, even when something good happens to your, one's life. And that's what happens with the lepers. If you look at the story carefully, they were given a blessing, and I imagine they were appreciative, but they never showed gratefulness for it. Have you ever done that yourself? I know one time I, I received a, a gift, and I, I failed to send them a, a note to say thank you. Uh, earlier on in my, in my marriage, I, I didn't know that was the right thing. I, I, I was a Neanderthal when I got married, just so you know. Some of you already knew that. Uh, but I didn't say thank you to someone who gave us a really gracious, gracious gift. 
And uh, I remember them re coming back to me years later, say, hey, did you ever get that $300 cash gift on your wedding? Like, yes, I didn't say thank you. Uh, you don't have, you know, he was so nice. He's like, you don't have to say thank you. I just want to know if you got it. And it dawned on me, like, man, I just, I didn't show a lot of gratefulness that time in my life. Excuse me one second. We know that Jesus loves them, and he's shared healing with them. And we know that they had faith. The lepers had faith. How do we know that? Because when Jesus says, go show yourself to the priest, you don't show yourself to the priest unless you're already clean. So whether they were clean at that moment, but they knew from point A to point B before they showed themselves to the priest, healing was going to happen. So they had great faith. They walked by faith. This is a challenge to us. You can have lots and lots of faith with very little gratefulness. And we don't want to be that kind of people, do we? I don't want to be that kind of, I don't want to be inundated with, with healing and, and gifts from above and not have, and, and tremendous faith and not have a spirit of gratefulness and thankfulness. It's a strange response, what they said. And what they did was they didn't react and they didn't respond accordingly. So what happened? The one, one of the lepers who was separated himself by his actions went back and showed gratitude. Why would nine people not show gratitude? You know, so many times I, I can imagine, I'm just speculating here, too busy, too occupied, um, spoiled, I don't know, I, it's hard for me to think of him as a leper as being spoiled, but just, just ready to move on with life, going to celebrate their healing, and it's easy, it's easy to forget to show gratefulness. So I know Thanksgiving is happening Thursday, and it's, a, it's an American holiday, but man, it should be something Christians celebrate all the time, not once a year, not because we have some big spread on our table, and we have and we're going to say, go through the, 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 the rigmarole of saying, yes, thank you. Every day should be a time where we are grateful and give thanks unto the Lord. This morning, when we got up this morning, we should have been grateful. This morning, to be here at church together, we should be grateful. To be able to sing out loud, we should be grateful. To be able to gather together, we should be grateful. I was talking to someone in certain states, they can't even do this yet. And it looks like they're not going to be able to do it. There's another round of lockdowns. But every moment that I get, and, and I know that might come one day, but every moment that I, I get to gather with believers, even though we're socially distanced, even though we're wearing masks, I want to be grateful for God and all the good gifts that he's given us. Um, I don't know if you guys know this. He's a comedian. Uh, uh, Louis C.K., anybody know who he's talking about? Yeah. Uh, he, he had a viral video about... Um, 11 years ago, and this is what he said that went viral, and I think I showed the video once before. Right now, in our world, everything is amazing. Right now, we have so much, but nobody's happy and nobody's grateful, and yet we have everything. Amazing. Amazing. I saw this video clip. It was funny of this kid who got a bicycle, and he kicked it. It's like, I, it wasn't the gift he wanted. He was like, ah, and he got mad and walked away. Not grateful. 
you know, it's so easy to look at others and say, well, they're, yeah, or little kids or teenagers or, or a certain generation, we can say, well, they're not very grateful. But I don't want to, you know, we've been telling you this, don't see yourself as the hero, see yourself as the, the anti-hero. It's like, Lord, am I that person? Do I walk around sometimes without gratefulness? And again, don't forget what Jesus has done. You know, my, my journey was going this way, fast, even at a young age. At a young age, at 11 and 12 years old, man, I was going on the wrong path. And somehow, by God's grace, he came and he rescued me. I was lost. I remember a young lady, and it's really weird to think how young she was. Um... I know one time I'd share sometimes my past stories, and this one girl named her uh, Brooke Wegglers, and she came up to me and was like, if I would have known you in high school, I would have probably thought you were a jerk. And I'm like, you're probably right. Um, but, you know, I, was, um, I went to youth group, and there was only one reason I went to youth group, and it wasn't to worship Jesus. Uh, and this lady came up to me. She was only 25 years old, but in my mind, she was old, right? And she came up to me, and she goes, I just really, I have a word from the Lord. I believe that he showed me a picture of you and that you were in a block of ice, but God was melting that ice and it melted all the way down to your feet and only your feet were melted. And this is, this is that youth group right outside uh, our doors are about to go into service. And, um, and then the Lord showed me that the ice was going to melt. My response to her was, I laughed at her face, and I said, that'll never happen, and just laughed in her face and walked away. But God, God knew better, because it was about four months later that I gave my life to the Lord. But, but again, I was, I was lost. That's the kind of person I was. I was just, I was, what did Brick Weckler say? I was a jerk. So I could see what the Lord is, and I hopefully I'm not that anymore, but I could see how the Lord just kind of saved my life. He has saved me, and I want to be grateful. I want to be that, like that one leper, and this is what happens with the one leper. He says, listen, uh, before I say that, look in Deuteronomy chapter 8, you may say to yourself, and man, this is a perfect verse for our culture. You may say to yourself, and especially for a certain type of culture, Western culture, you may say to yourself, my power and my strength, the strength of my hands, have produced wealth for me. But here's the rest of the scripture, Deuteronomy 8, 17. But remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you the ability to produce wealth. In our culture, we think we just do it ourselves. If I can just get smarter, and if I can just do this, and if I can just make this investment, and if I can just go on, and I, will, I can do this. And as Christians, we need to be careful. It's like, no, in Deuteronomy says, but remember the Lord your God is the one who gave you the ability to produce wealth. So every paycheck you get, you should say, thank you, Lord, for giving me the ability to work and to do well that I'm receiving this paycheck. Let's not slide into thinking, well, look, this is what I've earned and this is what I've done. And again, so we all know that Bible says that all good gifts all perfect gifts come from your hard work? No, it comes from above, First Chronicles. 
So this morning, if you had a car to drive off in to come to church, we should be grateful, amen? Even if it doesn't have AC. If you have food this morning, I had a decent breakfast this morning. Grateful, thank you, Jesus. If you had a, a home to sleep in, if you had a bed to lay on, you had lights, you turned on the electricity and, and it came on. There's so many things. If you had water that came out of the tap, there are literally thousands, if not millions of people who don't have that access of clean water. Just open the tap and, and drink water. If you had the ability to sing this morning, you had the ability to see this morning, if you had the ability to hear this morning. How about breathing? They say that you, uh, we take around 23,000 breaths per day. That's a lot. How would it be if somehow it was a lot less? We have so much to be grateful for. So gratitude, I believe, matters. Because if you look at the story again, look at verse 17. And Jesus says, we're not the ten healed. Where are the nine? Can none be found to come back and give glory to God except this outsider? Then he said to them, look, look. so they got healed, all ten. One comes back to say thank you. And then this is what Jesus says in verse 19. Get up, go on your way. Your faith has healed you and saved you. Healed and saved. Physical healing and spiritual healing. Not only do you have a restored body, now you have a restored soul. Free of leprosy and free from bondage of sin. I mean, did that happen in your life? It happened in my life. I was bound by sin and God set me free. Anybody can testify to that? Yeah? We should be jumping out of our skin to say thank you. Free of leprosy and free of a spirit of death. And God healed us. So this Thanksgiving, you're going to spread your table. You're going to put turkey on the table and all the other stuff. And I want to re remind you, to remind us, we have lots to be grateful for. Somebody asked the band to come on up. What did he save you from? What did he save you from? Remember last week I asked you, can you say it out loud? You don't have to say it out loud, but can you? We should be grateful. Let's go ahead and stand. Let's close our eyes for a moment. Lord, I imagine everybody in this room is just like me in the sense that there are times where we have failed to say thank you.
Lord, help us to be grateful and thankful people. Help us to realize how awesome we have it. Lord, we, we live in a place where we have basically smooth roads and electricity comes right to our house and somehow it gets there. We have water that gets piped all the way through after it's been processed and, and made clean. It goes through a bunch of lines and it comes right up into our house, into the kitchen. In our bathrooms, we don't have to go to an outhouse, we can just keep our houses clean because of the water that we have. But Lord, more important than that, I was a slave to sin, but now I'm a child of God. I was orphaned, and now I'm a child of God. I was an enemy, and now I'm a friend. I was poor, drowning in self. And Lord, you've made me rich with your presence. Lord, I was unworthy of any reaching out. Lord, I needed mercy. And you gave me mercy and faith. And I say thank you wasn't anything I did. I was unworthy and you've made me worthy. So Lord, this morning, I pray that everybody in this room can have that same spirit of gratefulness and thankfulness. That it would, it would literally just explode into, out of our mouths and our lives into a spirit of gratefulness to you first. Lord, thank you for using my parents to allow me to live, protect me, feed me. Lord, thank you for parents. Thank you, Father, for giving us a mind where we can, you know, I'm looking down the audience, and Lord, we have artists, and we have artists in, on stage just amazing, Lord, the gifts that you've, you've downloaded into their lives. Thank you. Say, Pastor Mark, I just want to quick raise your hands like, Lord, I, I, Pastor Mark, I need to be a little bit more grateful. Amen. Yeah, me too. Now let's worship the Lord this morning, and let's just give Jesus his due worth of worship. We want to thank you for listening. We pray that you were blessed and encouraged. If you like what you heard today, subscribe to this podcast and listen whenever you like. To find out more about Mosaic Church, please visit www.mosaicchurchtlh.com.